Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. I would take him here, too. Like, I think you just take him. Right? Yeah, I think I think it's, it's a huge value pick. At this point in time, it makes perfect sense. The, the two uh, potential rush ends that the head coach wanted are gone. I think that's probably it. It makes a ton of sense here. Rick, address the need. Just address the need. I'm just going to throw this out. The top player on the board, according to Pro Football Focus, is Christian Barmore. Interior defensive lineman, Alabama. He's 12th on PFF's board. 6'5", 300-plus pounds. He's a beast. 12 pressures in the college football playoff from the interior. Mike Zimmer loves interior pressure. They got, Williams, a couple of, huh? they got a couple of defensive tackles right now that aren't great at pressuring up the middle, but great at run stopping. And so I just I just want, if the Vikings board looks at all like PFF's board, then Christian Barmore is number one right now. I just want to throw that out. And to Zim you. right now is saying that. He's saying, Rick, you got to take Barmore. Rick, you got to take Barmore. Yeah. And Derisaw, by the way, is 15th on their board. So on the PFF board. Okay. So uh, both of those guys are, are top 15 players, according to Pro Football Focus. And Derisaw was the second-ranked offensive tackle in all of college football, according to PFF last year, out of yeah. 458. I'm, just to be clear, I'm taking Derisaw. I'm taking Derisaw right now. Yep. Yeah, I think that's I'm the right move. I'm not trading back. I'm not doing anything. I'm not, I'm not being cute again. I got my extra picks from the Jets. I'm taking the tackle. Yep. You've had. Th- think about all the different chances you've had to shore up your offensive line to give Kirk Cousins some much-needed pass protection. You want to talk about PFF grades. Uh, The Vikings, in the last 15 years, only twice have had top 15 pass-blocking offensive lines. They've been below average basically every year, and a lot of those years they've been bottom five in pass protection, according to PFF. And so you, you had free agency. You, you spent all that money mostly on defense. You did make a trade for, uh, for Judd's guy, Mason Cole, or if you like, if you like uh, action movies That's involving Steven Seagal, Mason Storm. Yep. But they really haven't brought in any starting caliber solutions to, to, to plug in along the offensive line. In fact, they re-signed Dakota Dozier. So you went through the entire free agency period. You didn't fix offensive line. You went through the, the, the first part of the draft here, the 14th pick. You had a couple cho- shots at some guys. You traded back. And so you're still sitting here with a chance to draft uh, 
on paper anyways, a big-time offensive lineman in Christian Derrissaw, and I think it would make people feel a lot more comfortable about what's happening up front if they pulled the trigger on this, boys. Agree completely. Agree completely. Yeah, I, I would imagine it's Derrissaw here. I would, I would, I'd be shocked. The but best you know part what? is, the best part is if they, if if it's not so Derrissaw, cool. they trade back and they still he's, end up with Christian Derrissaw. That would be the most like Zimmer thing ever. He's on the phone right now, and you know he's trying to trade this pick. I, I don't care what we say, he's trying to trade this pick. Yeah, I, th- I think they're they're just at the point here where like, how much can you like? What's the value in trading back anymore? I like the first one. I'm fine with the first one. He, but you get know, a fourth and a seventh. You have seven picks, like literally. Between you have 66, 78, 86, 90th, you've got the 119. Like, you've got so many picks in the third and fourth round. What do you, what more do you need? You've got more picks right now than any team in the NFL. I would not be a fan of trading back in this spot. Take Christian Derrissaw, run to the bank, and put another blue chip talent along your offensive line. You know how we all have a talent in life, Phil? Rick discovered his talent a long time ago was trading back and getting more draft picks, okay? <laughs> Tonight's his night. I was going. These three days, these three, no, these three days are Rick's days, man. Accumulate more picks. You had 15 last year. You were at 10 going into tonight, but now it's what? Up by one or two more? It's 11. So is it 12? Right now, right? I think they have 11. 11 right now? Okay. So they got one more. They got one extra pick. For yeah, because they, they did a they did a they did a swap. Uh, they did two swaps and then got an additional pick. As Doogie says, third round. Christian Derrissaw, long arms, long <laughs> arms, ladies and gentlemen, not right. short arms, long arms. Got to keep keep those defenders as far away from Kirk Cousins. As, Commenters as are saying pick possible. is in. I'm not uh, waiting to confirm this. We'll give you the Rick Spielman <laughs> laugh just to see. Um, I've got, I literally have a feed pulled up right now of all of the prominent Vikings and NFL reporters. Like even some of the, like the ones that we recklessly speculated on that sometimes break news, like anyone who would possibly break news, I feel like is so as soon as it's in, we will let you know, um, uh, the 23rd pick here for the Vikings. Wow. I love this, man. This has been such a fun day. God you know dang what? It. I, I want still. this Packers news to come to fruition too. Still Get Aaron Rodgers out of the NFC. Yeah. Yeah, still that, give me be, Bateman. Oh, so you're in a, you're Bateman. Still now. give me Bateman. Give me Bateman. They're not give doing me Bacon. Bateman. They're not doing Bateman. Give me Sorry. Bateman. No, I know what you're saying, but they're not doing it. Yeah, they're, so they're the, the, the pick is in officially, according to NFL.com. They did not trade back. So okay. they did not trade back. They will be making a pick here at 23. Three and a half hours into our live stream. Okay. If it's if it's Derisaw, I mean, from any angle, like he's the 15th best night. player on the board. It's a great pick it to is. move it's back, a, still to get him. Yep, you're right. I say you, you take Bateman, you move some of those third round picks, and you come back in the first round, and you still here it get is. Someone. Here it is, Chad Graff. According to a source, with the 23rd pick, the Vikings have selected offensive tackle Christian Derisaw, Virginia Tech. They traded back nine picks to get and picked up draft capital and fleeced the Jets. Yep. For a guy that they were mocked at 14 with in Christian mm-hmm. Derrissaw. Mm-hmm. So they go meat and potatoes. They go offensive line. And Derrissaw is the guy at pick 23 for the Vikings. So now that it's official, Purple Daily live draft special here. <laughs> Mackie, Judd, Declan presented by TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. Uh, all right, Judd. Here we are. We've waited months and months for this. And Christian okay. Derrissaw is the guy. Your thoughts? Long arms. I love long arms. No short arms. Derisaw, long arms. If this guy uh, projects now, especially as a plug-and-play day one 
left tackle, but more importantly, as a potential eight to ten year guy. Okay, if the if you you basically it sounds like got the Jets to be the Jets, and that's awesome. That's great. Um, my guess is that the Vikings moved back to twenty three with the hope that they could get a pass rushing end. They didn't, but I actually think this works out perfectly. This now this now goes a long way towards continuing with known quantities more and more now to give you a solid offensive line to protect a quarterback who, by God, needs the protection. I think this is a very good start. And, and if they if they backed into this pick in some ways because the, the hope was that uh, Quiddy Pay would be there or the kid from Miami and, he, and they weren't there, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. I think this is as good a start as you could have possibly had, aside from the outside possibility that Fields got to you and you t- take him, which, of course, would have been great fun just because it's a quarterback. Yep. But I really like this. Yep. I really I, like this. I personally came in tonight uh, just putting my own Rick Spielman hat on. I said, all right, my priorities start with being mindful of one of these quarterbacks falling, Trey Lance being the one that I was most intrigued by. And uh, and then when Fields fell, I was kind of like, all right, let's see what the price is. And it wound up being a, a pretty big boatload, an extra first-round pick to move up that far, or at least the, the the Bears moving up higher than the Vikings would have. But 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 you know, short of some sort of quarterback pipe dream situation, the other priority was offensive line. You have to fix it. You you spent all, almost all of your free agent resources on fixing the defense and bringing in Patrick Peterson, and bringing in Dalvin Tomlinson, etc. Um, so so the draft, unless it played out in a way where all of the tackles were off the board, but the way the Vikings played this, to move back and still have Derrissaw on the board, it fixes, on paper anyways, your biggest current need. It gives your pocket-passing statue quarterback, who's great when he has time, uh, an extra... An extra brick to stand behind it's hard not to look at this and say a wild success for the vikings and now the question becomes boys could they trade back into the first round because they've got enough they don't have a second round pick but they've got the second pick in the third round and they've got seven picks between rounds three and four could they potentially trade back into the first round sometime tonight and grab i don't know maybe it's declan's guy rashad Bateman. maybe it's an edge rusher of some kind that would probably be, be it right is that next on your priority I think list, or are you going? No, no I think it's line? next. On, going no, guard. Guard no, is still up no. there for me. I'm no, I think it's next on theirs. I think it's next on theirs. Um, yeah, if they, if they were to get back in the first round at the very end of it tonight, my guess is that they would go edge rusher. Um, I guess I'm I'm more intrigued by would you get back into the second round with some of the draft capital that you have now for tomorrow to take that as we talked about before, you guys second tier backup quarterback. That's my question. Because yeah. that's a very intriguing one too. Um I am convinced that he will that that Rick will get into the second round at some point. He's got the capital to do it now. And I don't see the Vikings taking a powder on that entire round. Yeah. No, I'm with you. <clears throat> I'm with you on scared. on that. There's a lot of they're they're just in a really great position of strength right now. If you guys want, I have found the NFL.com Christian Derrissaw scouting report for you. All right. And it is full of football deliciousness. And by the way, 
if you see on the bottom of the screen here, if you want to be part of the show, this transitions to Vikings Ventline very quickly here. Uh, VikingsVentline at gmail.com if you want to be on the show with us. And uh, Declan will be sort of the gatekeeper as we, we – we might not be able to get to everybody, but we can definitely bring people in to get your thoughts. So, all right, here's Christian Derrissaw's NFL.com scouting report. We'll start with the strengths, okay? So he has a split low with optimal center oh. of gravity. Football. Yes. Yes. He has silky smooth feet in pass slides oh, and is a natural smooth. bender who's able to keep his pad level right. Football. Oh, pad level. God, well, I pad love lo- that. Yeah, pad oh, level's sort of surface, though. Like, split low excites me. Strong hands help him lock in after punch has landed. Ability to quick set wide rushers and short circuit their angles. Football. Oh, sweet Jesus. Well, that's good. I'm a little aroused, I'll be honest. (laughs) That's good. Uh, And here's another one. Uh, Tunnel maker with ability to reach, turn, and secure uh, cutback lanes. Football. Did you say tunnel maker? He's a tunnel maker for Dalvin Cook. That's right. You just like you just draft. He's like a semi truck yeah. on three. No, I love it. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. no, no. I'm 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 a big fan of it. Loving I'm right. loving the lingo. Okay, uh weaknesses. Weaknesses. His his play can be much too nonchalant at times, and he inexplicably lets opponents off the hook early rather than finishing them. Finish him. Finish him. Finish him. Now uh low hands lead to occasional late punches. And sometimes he opens his outside hip a little early in oh. his pass slides. Football. Hey, speaking as a guy from experience, you got to watch how you open those hips. It's very important. The timing of the hips Stop. opening. Are, it's very, Stop. very this important. Is a you got, you, show. I, I, I'm just I'm warning the youth. You've got to be watching what you're doing I know. With your hips. The youth doesn't need to hear your warnings. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, yet. Real quick update here. Uh, so Vikings make their pick, and then the Steelers come right uh, in at 24. And they select, let's see here, uh, Najee Harris, the running back from Alabama. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that puts the Jags on the clock running with the 25th back. pick. So, all right, Dex, uh, should we fire this up here? Yeah, let's do Transition this, Transition to some Vikings vent line here. All right, you uh, lead the way. All right, we got a couple guys in here. We're going to start with a couple loyal listeners. Let's start with our guy, Kip. Kip, my man, you're the first one. Kick us off here on Vikings vent line. Christian Derrissaw is the first pick. What do you think? I wanted Justin Fields, but... You know, I don't think Rick wanted to make that pick. By the way, my aunt is a Bears fan, and she said they gave up too much. So she falls into the Rami boat of she wasn't happy. <laughs> so hold on one minute. I'm trying to trying to get – there's the puppy. Well, there's the puppy. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Look at that boy. That's a doggy. Yeah. By the way, I, she... I love how Judd's room has gotten continually dimmer as the night has gone. <laughs> here too. Like, yeah. There's a lot of... spotlight on Judd. I got a, a yeah. light on myself. Here. Hold on. So I, I, I told my wife it was Christmas Day for me, and I might be staying on the couch with the pooch tonight because NFL Draft is on, and I was blasting you guys, and she said, you got to pick ESPN or score north, so I had to put you guys on the headphones. So um, I, I, I am I, I'm never surprised that Rick always trades back. I was surprised Darisol fell that far. Um, going with a bunch of people, I, I really wanted them to go get Fields. And a, a number, of, I was surprised when the Broncos didn't pick it because I was like, "That's that that's George Payton right there." You know, just he, he, he's a Rick follower going defense, but. 
Um, they hogtied Zim and they threw him in the closet and they said, we're taking offensive line because you got all this stuff for, for the free agency. So I just, you know, I'm glad they got offensive line. Um, I'm glad they fleeced the Jets and the Jets are going to jet. And um, <laughs> I, I was in Declan's boat of if they took Barrett Tucker, it would have been like, meh, okay, that was just a safe pick. But I'm glad that Darisol fell all the way back to them. And, and, and I was on, if, when Fields fell down to 11, I said, come on, Rick, make the call. And I'm wondering if the Wills told him no. And, and you, uh, Judd, you said Doogie said that uh, Fields was was they were going to try to go for Fields and yes, they didn't like it. Oh, oh wow! And, and and I'm a Doogie supporter, so if Doogie says, then and I'm trying to tell my friends who are Redskin fans that or the football team fans, everyone's like, you're going offensive line. I'm like, if Fields is falling, they're gonna pull the trigger. And and so I just yeah, I, I'm glad they finally got their left tackle. I think they're going to go offensive line or they're going to go pass rush for in the third round or they're going to package up into the second. I could see them going to get a quarterback in the second or third mm-hmm. round. That's just – I'm Kellen Mond. There you go. There you go, Mac. Love yeah, it. I'm on the Kel- Kellen Mond boat. So, Love um, it, man. Yeah, but I'm glad to be back on and uh, hopefully I'll, I'll be trying to get some more uh, appearances here and I'll try to get another right – write that down with you guys and maybe get another hall of fame pick so <laughs> awesome man well kip that's uh that's kip and he's a loyal listener and awesome. uh, and follower we appreciate you kip we're gonna roll on and get to some other fans but um great stuff from him yeah the vikings uh with christian derisaw i think i i'd be curious if there's a dissenting opinion here i'm sure we'll get to some at some point but it feels like the overall reaction has been optimism here but Dex, who else we got in line on yeah. what is now Vikings vet line here on this Purple Daily Vikings draft special? All right, let, let's bring in one of, one of our loyal guys, our guy uh, Paul Fritz. Uh, not, let's see here. I'm going to put him back in the mute just for a second here. Let's get a, actually. You know what? He think he's back here. Paul Fritz, you got us, brother. I got you. You there? Yes, there we sir, go. You got us. Pulford skull in the house, man. You got your Vikings oh. gear on. All right, what's your? Give us a grade, man. Give us your letter grade. Hey, look for all the haters. Hey, that's I give it. Uh, I give it an A minus. Uh, when when Sewell started to fall, when Sewell started to fall a little bit, I got excited, uh, and then I was like, well, that's probably not realistic. And just man, the overwhelming comments from people about, oh, fire Rick, fire. Fire, uh, fire Zimmer, fire them all. Just sell the Vikings to, to Texas, whatever. <laughs> I mean, for crying out loud, there's a lot of talent tomorrow. And Dex even put it up there. Uh, you know, we got uh, a couple of guards coming up tomorrow that are big names. We got uh, Dylan Radens from NDSU. That's yeah. a loyal shout out there. NDSU playing in the playoffs Sunday. Um, we got a lot of talent tomorrow. We got four third-round picks. That's opportunity with the other picks. To move up to the second round, early third round pick, we have a lot of talent on the board to grab other people. And now we have our starting left tackle day one. That leaves, in my opinion, one left guard available to fill in. And heck, that could be filled in tomorrow where Dakota Dozier and Samia can be fired. And hopefully Sean Manning can be fired when the Vikings draft Mon. (laughs) Sean's gone. He's gone. Don't. He will not be back. I love it. I love it. So A minus for Pulford Skull. What are you what are you sipping on there tonight, my friend? Uh I drank a hey, sorry, Dex. I drank the rest the rest of my uh uh coronas 
uh, earlier. I was taking an Epsom salt bath, and uh, so I switched over to the old <laughs> Captain Morgan. Can you explain to Judd what uh, what that type of bath is here? I think we need a Judd, maybe a, a, a some sort of Judd athlete challenge. And Epsom, I, I don't want to do that. Judd, you would love this. Trust me. You know, when you get older and you wake up and everything hurts, which, you know, I'm oh, yeah. probably used to every day. Yeah, yeah I'm used to that. You dump, Amazing. You dump this salt, this salt that has these therapeutic components to it and wonderful smell in your bathtub with you. And it is just wonderful. It's like the Vikings having a good offensive line. It's this wonderful feeling. Colford, I don't, I don't do baths. I just don't. Does Judd look like a guy? Dex, your mic's off, by the way. Does Judd look like a guy who takes baths, or does he look like a guy that uses the same bar of soap for every crevice of his I face? Don't body? use bars of soap. I use that <laughs> that that Old Spice stuff that you dump on the loofah, baby, and then I the rub it on loofah. my face. That's great. Judd loves the loofah. I love the loofah. Yep. All right. Well, Polford, thanks for hey, jumping Judd. on, man. He's cutting Defend out a little bit. Pulford. All right, we got to let Pulford yeah, go. Pulford. Bye. It's good. It's great stuff. Good. All right, let's keep rolling here. Vikings with Christian Darrisaw. By the way, real quick. So, uh, Darrisaw, right tackle. Does this, does, it's O'Neal's going to play left. But but for this Vikings team, is yes. Darrisaw sliding in at left tackle? I think they're going to try that, yes. Okay. That, that's my guess. Okay. Yeah. be interesting to see because I, I know there's been chatter about O'Neal. Yeah, no, I I, th- I think the plan w- would be Darrisaw, left tackle, and now the one question, of course, is who's your left guard? Sure. All right, sure. let's get our guy, uh, Joe. Joe, you're on here. What's up, buddy? You're on Vikings. What's up, line. boys? Got a, my Brett Favre poster. You got to show off. Love it, yeah. Joe. Love it, Joe. Good Troll stuff. those Packer fans. Yeah, and it's actually good that the Vikings didn't land Mac Jones or Justin Fields as they fell because now it clears the way even more for Aaron Rodgers to play in purple in 2022. 100%. I texted every Packers fan I know. <laughs> you and some you didn't golden. know. Love it, I love said it. I've been I've been saying it for a year. I told him, but so Joe, what do you think, man? The Vikings trade back nine spots. They get a guy that's been mocked often to them at fourteen, at twenty three, in Christian Darissa. I mean, like everyone else, feeling pretty good about it. Feeling much better than I did before the pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's hard to, to look at that offensive line before Christian Darissa and and be optimistic about it at all. Just like the, the, more, the more blue chip talent you can yeah. put in just means that Dakota Dozier is further distance from starting along the offensive line for the Vikings, which is good. Yeah. In my Vikings friend group, they like to call me the negative one, but I just say, you know, we don't have a left tackle right now. Don't we? No, I feel much better about it. You're Especially realistic. Because Not because you saw him mocked to like the Chargers sometimes mm-hmm. and no, great value. Yep. Um, what do you want to see now? What do you want to see them do in the in the well, either in the third, fourth, or maybe they have enough ammo to trade back up at some point? I was just thinking, you know, if we can snag a pass rusher, we got a we got a hell of a roster next year. I'm starting to get a little hopeful. Probably get a safety in a later round. Yeah, I don't know. Well, dude, thanks for coming on. Thanks for showing off your Brett Favre poster, Joe. We appreciate it and. Uh, Skull Vikes, man. We'll talk. Yeah, to Yeah, I've never been on. I watch all the time, but yeah, we never appreciate We we appreciate you. Thanks for jumping on. Thanks, Keep dude. Spreading the love, spreading the word about Purple Daily. Hey, real quick before we get to our uh, next next guy here, uh, Rick Spielman speaking right now. The media and he did confirm kind of what Doogie was saying. Spielman said the Vikings tried to trade up and down from number fourteen, and we're considering going back up to get Darisaw from number twenty three. 
That's from Courtney Cronin from so, Rick Spiegel's so that's press what, conference. So that's what he said. Now, I'm calling BS. I think that they tried to go back up because they were trying to get one of the two uh, pass rushing in. That's what I think. They went too far. But but here's my thing. Personally, I love this. I like this. I think it worked out. If you were going to drop, this is perfect. Because this, this, by the time that they got to the 23rd pick and actually made the pick, Darisol was the guy, right? Yeah. So, like, there was no, like, oh, Quiddy Pay's still there. And Mike's like, take Quiddy Pay. And Rick's like, yeah, but what about Darisol? So, I think this actually worked out perfectly for for Vikings fans because you're going to go to bed tonight feeling a lot better that the left side of the line is protected more than if if you said, ah, we got Quiddy Pay. That would yes. be fine, but I don't think that makes you feel great. Spielman's quote here uh, was, if we were considering a guy strongly at 14 and still able to get him at 23, that's a great night for us. And there's a lot of yeah. things Rick Spielman does and says that I uh, disagree with, but I 100% agree yeah. with, with that right. logic right there. All right, Dex, who's next on what has turned into Vikings event line? Let's go with our guy. Is it L? Is it Eli? Yes. What do we got here? L. How's it going, guys? Good, brother. How are you? Dude? Hey, good. Um, if you guys remember earlier in the year I was on, I was telling people we should embrace the tank. Um, and this is what happens when you don't tank the right way. You literally get to pick in the midway through the draft in, in the first round instead of picking in the top 10 what we could have done. And not only that, but it's 10 times worse when you get in, in striking distance of getting the guy I've been saying from the get go, Justin Fields. And you don't get him. And the thing that's going to make it worse, if he turns out like a lot of people think he can, he's going to haunt us for the next 10 to 15 years in the same division. (laughs) That's the worst part about this. He's going to a rival in the NFC East. I mean, excuse me, NFC North against the Bears. Like, we have to face this guy twice a year. Like, I, I think the Vikings completely just should have embraced the tank, like we said from the get go. And this is what happened. Yeah, when they when they started one and five, I know a lot of people were kind of mad at us on this show for saying, "Hey, listen, we're not being negative. This is this is a step back for the future of the franchise." And then they play their asses off, and Kirk Cousins gets hot, and they wind up in no man's land. And so, the, so I, there's sort of two ways to look at this. There's the way that you're looking at it, L, which is, boy, if they had just taken their medicine in 2020 when it was there for them, they could they could have had a better shot at Fields or Lance or whoever, maybe even. Maybe even Zach Wilson, um, and I and I do I do agree. I think the guy that I I personally was higher on Trey Lance uh, and, and his upside. I think Fields could be a star too. I think the Bears are going to screw him up because they always do. Um, in terms of where they wound up picking and what they did, I'm happy with it. I think be, you know being in the middle of the draft, getting the guy that you were going to draft at 14 at 23 and pick up extra picks is good. But you're right. If Justin Fields turns out to be a star, it's going to be a huge problem for the Vikings times two because he's in your division. So I'm with you on that, man. And yeah, I mean, overall, I, I like what they did. at the. I wanted them to trade when, when Justin Fields went. I was like, you know what? At this point, they trade back. We ended up getting the getting one of the offensive linemen, which I'm happy about. But at the end of the day, you need a quarterback to win a Super Bowl. And, and, and this is what the show is about, right? We want the young quarterback, the next Patrick Mahomes, the next quarterback that can win us a Super Bowl. Yeah, um, and unfortunately, I think, I think we were. It just makes it ten times worse because I didn't think Justin Fields would make it out of the top ten, and we had a chance right there. And I think, you know, that's what happens when you don't embrace the tank. 
For You're sure. exactly L, right. Thanks for coming on, L. We'll catch thanks, you down man. the road sometime. Stuff, right. Judd, go ahead. He's, he's right in, in this sense, too. And this is the thing that we, we've talked about before, and the Vikings don't like to do this. Some years you have the ability to say it's not our year, right? And and if they had judged – so here, here's why I'd be curious to know the backstory. Because I, I think this is sort of the linchpin to where things in 2020 were going. They seemingly fought the Hunter thing to be like – they believed at one point it was a tweak. Like they thought he was going to come back. And so they made the Ngakwe trade to replace Griffin, right? And like it was all hinged on, no, we're going to be good. We're going to be competitive because we're the Vikings and we ordinarily are competitive. Somebody either misjudged, I don't know what, but if they had said, Daniel Hunter's hurt and there's a chance here this ain't a tweak, okay? Like he might miss a season. It's a neck problem. And then you don't make the Ngakwe trade because you sort of swallow hard and say, this is going to be rough, but Daniel's going to be out. And now all of a sudden you keep that second round pick, right? Well, and more importantly, you're not good, but you sort of accept the fact that you're just not good. And you allow the season to take its natural progression. You don't fight it. That's where there's a conversation to be had about approach, right? Because that's not like a Timberwolves thing of, oh, you always stink. Your team, your franchise stinks. That's a, you're nearly a really good franchise, and it's a down year. Down years happen. So that's where it comes back to being a very interesting discussion about philosophies. And, and like last year, sort of just accepting, hey, it's not going to be good. But the payoff for not being good is a night like tonight where, let's say, instead of drafting 14th and then ultimately 23rd, you're drafting top 10. So, Listen, here's where I'm at with this. You know, I I will always have questions until he proves otherwise on a regular basis about Kirk Cousins in big moments when conditions aren't perfect. All right? I'm going to have those questions. And so the best thing they can do is try their best to make conditions around him as perfect as possible. Mm Mm-hmm. The defense is going to take a big step forward if guys are healthy. If you can square away the the, the the Daniel Hunter, easy for me to say, contract situation. Sure. The offensive line got better tonight with Christian Derrissaw. It got better tonight. It'll get better if they just determine that uh, Dakota Dozier isn't the starting left guard. I still think they I still think they need to figure out who their starting left guard is too. Sure. I think it would make you feel a lot better if there was a more defined option there. But this team is going to be better than it was last year. And I have now, like, as much as I still fantasize about a young, mobile, cheap quarterback that you can build a roster around, um, they, like, they are going to make a run at this thing in 2021. And, and I feel like we all owe it to them, a good coach in Mike Zimmer, a good GM in Rick Spielman. If they feel like they can put together a Super Bowl contender and they're putting those pieces together, then listen, all right, I'll fall in line and, and see what happens. And and then we'll see where the chips fall in uh, week 5, 10, 15, et cetera. But what they've done here, they fixed the defense to their liking in free agency, and they drafted one of the best offensive linemen in the first round with their first pick. They're off to a good start in the draft. Um, it it's It's hard not to like what they've done to improve this team over the last couple of months. We'll see if it's good enough to compete at the highest level, which is what the bar should be in 2021. And tonight's a good night. Mm-hmm. They did a good job. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Declan? All right. Let's go to uh, Don in Ohio. Don, what's up, brother? You're on Vikings well, Betline. There he is. Don, Don what's up, Judd man? Soulgad's hoodie in the house? You know, I, 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 I'm not going to tolerate this uh, loofah hate. 
<laughs> Thank <laughs> you. It's unacceptable. I love my loofah. That's right. There's nothing wrong with a loofah. I use a loofah too. You know? Oh, a loofah. It, it, it's freeing. It's liberating. Thank you. Boy. Thank you. Exceptional. You guys, you guys are creepy AF. Creepy. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm as clean as a man can possibly be right now. Uh, hey, get to our age, you'll, you'll find out. Yeah, get yeah. to our age, and you'll find out how it's going right. to be. Thank you, John. So, hurts me more being an Ohio State fan from the state of Ohio that we had a chance to get fields and we didn't. And knowing, and everybody says, oh, we had to trade to Denver. You had to give up first. Well, the Cowboys were there too, and they gave up. You know, they only moved two spots for a third. And you can't tell me a second from next year, even a third and a fifth from this year, or fourth or whatever, couldn't get us to the tenth spot. You know, and now, okay, great. We have like a hundred thousand third and fourth round picks, right? Well, let's go through all these third and fourth round picks the Vikings have done under Spielman and Zimmer since then, two thousand fourteen. Scott Crichton, Jarek McKinnon, the third round. 2015, third round, Daniil Hunter, the only thing that's ever turned out for him. Fourth round, TJ freaking Clemmings. Everybody remember him? Remember, we had to watch him, yeah. Yeah, Willie freaking Beavers in 2016. <laughs> 17, Pat freaking Elfline, Jaleel Johnson, Bed Gideon, that's who we took. 18, Jalen Holmes. 19, Drew freaking Samia. So, so I hear you. Hold on. I hear you. But here's my here's my comeback on the Justin Fields thing. Everybody had a chance, all these quarterback desperate teams, to trade up to like seven or eight or nine. The, the Bron- I mean, the, maybe the Broncos wind up trading for Rodgers. But as of right now, they don't have a starting quarterback. They passed on Justin Fields. The Patriots could have traded up for Justin Fields. And all of these teams. And it was the most quarterback incompetent franchise, well, Next to the Browns, probably that we know the last fifty years, the Bears that were the team that stumbled in and grabbed him. So, I'm, I, I, I would be a little worried that there's some red flags there that teams identified that that had him falling to that point. As a guy who's followed Justin Fields for the last two years and fought, watched every single one of the games, I don't get it. I don't see it. He is he's done a phenomenal job last two years for Ohio State. He outplayed uh, Lawrence in both games they played. The first one, if J.K. Dobbins doesn't drop the easy screen touchdown pass, if Olave runs the right routes and the referee doesn't give up the TD, we're talking Fields wins both games. And then last year he plays, you know, this last year, and he plays with a, an injury, an injury, still throws six touchdown passes against Lawrence. So, I, he, you know, and I know he had the bad game against Northwestern, but, you know, he he still fought back after that. Yeah, he struggled against Northwestern. I forget, maybe Wisconsin, but still he fought through that. He always found a way. He was always showed to be a leader. You know, big question, oh, he doesn't have an arm. He showed his arm. Like, this kid, he's been a true leader. And, you know, here's the other thing, too. And we talk, and, you, and Phil, you talked about this, too. The fact is, is that, you know, you take fields, you got four or five year, four years of a window for the Vikings for the Super Bowl. You're not having 44 million or 45 million or 40 million on one single spot. You can use it for other areas. And you're worried about, oh, we don't have an offensive lineman. We don't get that. Yeah, that's great. We'll still have $12 million in cap space after June 1st. Yep. So I don't hear, you know, so there's, there's possibilities. But why do you think he fell, Don? Why did Jackson fall last year? Because people made stuff up. I'm sorry. Or two years ago, or whatever. I just, I don't know. I, I think it was because of the Northwestern, the Wisconsin games where he struggled a little bit. Yeah. I really believe that. But, I mean, outside of that, 
He dominated the Michigan games. He dominated in the Clemson games. I just he played well against Alabama despite losing their top running back. He was basically one note. They, they basically had to just pass on every down. So I, I, I just don't get it. I really don't. Yep, and maybe it'll wind up. And Don, great stuff. Thanks for being loyal to us for many years, uh, Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily. Um, let's let's react to Don in just a second here, boys. But Mike Zimmer just clarified, in case there was any doubt, uh, Brian O'Neill. They're looking to keep him at right tackle and put Christian Derisaw at left tackle. Yeah, he said, "Quote: I hate to say, instant starter. This guy's got to come in and prove himself like everybody else does. But hopefully, that's what he is. It was important for us." to get some more size for our offensive line. So as of right now, pencil in Derisaw as the left tackle, question mark as the left guard, Bradbury as the center, Ezra Cleveland as the right guard, and Brian O'Neill as the right tackle. We've got Rashad Bateman taken 27th overall by the Ravens. That's a great landing spot. It is a great landing spot. Yep, and it'll be it'll be it'll be less conflicting to root for him in the pros when he plays for the Ravens instead of the Packers. I so, was looking forward to him being a Packer. I thought that would be a great fun. Packers are on the clock and a couple of picks here, so we'll yep. see what happens. Uh, just to react, so it's the, the the second fan who's come in here on Vikings Vent Line and who has lamented uh, not going up and getting Justin Fields. Listen, I I'm all aboard the get a star young quarterback on a rookie scale contract and build a team. That's that's the best equation for winning a Super Bowl, and it's a better equation than paying a good, not great quarterback the third most money to the cap. So I'm with you on that. But at the same time, I don't there's been so many questions about fields. Like why why, for instance, did Kyle Shanahan, one of the smartest offensive minds and and quarterback gurus in the NFL, why was he not considering Justin Fields number three? Why was it Mac Jones and Trey Lance? To me, Trey Lance is the one that got away. If there was one, and you weren't going to move up to three, and you didn't so, even see see him, yeah, so I'm one, not, one showcase game. I'm not lamenting the Fields thing as much as I would if it were Trey Lance. I'm just not. I think they had a really good first round tonight, considering the way things played out. I get the desire to I get the desire to go up and get him, and I do think that they examine that. Um, but here's the thing: so the problem with this entire team and the fan base is. We rebel against what they want to do, but they're consistent. They are incredibly consistent for the most part on a yearly basis. As much as they could talk about best player on the board, we went out and got this guy or that guy. What do they do? They go out and try and find an immediate impact player at a position where they have an immediate need. Um, Do I think they don't trust themselves completely on quarterbacks? Yes, I do. I, I think that they have questions. Whether that's right or wrong, on their part. So like this again is, and if Derisaw is good, it's fantastic. This again, fills an immediate day one starting need at one of the most important positions on the field. Why? Because there's pressure here for the people that own this team on down to be as competitive as possible and win again in 2021 and not be building something. They want to be good. I mean, there are two things about this team and franchise Phil and Declan that do not change. One is Rick Spielman is going to go into almost every draft trying to accumulate as many picks as possible. And we can say that's stupid, but he's going to do it. The second thing is (laughs) there seems to be a mandate uh, from the people that own this team that we want to compete as much as we can every year. And if that means we have a bad start, they want to bounce back. If that means take a run, 
take a run. But there's not like a philosophy here of, okay, let's try it. and Let's sell out to draft fields and let's build for three years. That's not how the, how they work. And it's frustrating at times. I agree, but it's their philosophy. And do do we think we'd be as frustrated, uh, Vikings fans, I maybe should say, would Vikings fans be as frustrated if it wasn't a team in the NFC North going up to get them? So let's say it was, um, I don't know, uh, some team in the AFC off the top of my head right now. What if it was someone in the AFC that went up and got Justin Fields? Would we be that, would we be that upset that we that they didn't get the stabbed and, and make the capital up to get Justin I, no, Fields. Honestly, I I this is I, the Fields thing doesn't bother me. Like the the Bears are an incompetent mess of a front office, and they're the team that went up and got Fields, not the Patriots, not some other smart franchise. And and really, like this was to me, this was a really good night for the Vikings. Once once Trey Lance came off the board at three, for me it was like, all right, you know, I'm interested in Fields, but I'm not going to give up there's enough validation here that there's some red flags that I'm, unless he falls into your laps, um, I'm, I'm just sort of resigned to, all right, clearly there were some things behind the scenes that, that came out during the pre-draft process and maybe people will be proven wrong. Um, but I'm fine with what they did tonight. I think they had a really good night and I wouldn't lose any sleep over the bears drafting Justin Fields. I think Dex is right yet. Yet. We'll see. But don't, but I think Dex is right. Yes. I, I think that if, if Justin Fields had been taken by an AFC team, I think there might be some frustration, but look, I mean, we as sports fans in this town fear what things coming back to bite us square in the ass. Right. And Justin Fields might have that chance. I don't know. Um, but they, the Vikings had to get, a left tackle. They got one. Yes. I'm not going to complain too much about it. Yep. All right. Let's get to uh, let's get to our next guest here, right. Declan. Ooh, another loyal guy here. Bob in Pennsylvania. He's not from the hot tub, I believe, but Bob, you're on Vikings Vent Line, my Bob. man. What's going on? What's up, Bob? Maggie Judd Declan. Late night, but a big night. And I must say that I've been drinking a little purple wine all night but Love it. to to kick the night off i have to finish it up with a little crown royal to celebrate the acquisition of derishaw love it and the reason why is because of the PFF 95.6 you know the the fact that his center of gravity his his quick set, his tunnel making ability. Come on, Mackey, you gotta love that. Yeah, Judd, the football. Oh yeah, yeah. Predator. You know, and Kurt, predator. and Judd, Judd, to ability. your point, Judd. To your point, Judd, you mentioned fear in the you know early part of the show. Kirk Cousins' fear factor with his pass protection with this acquis- new acquisition has gone tonight from an eight fear to about a three or a four with a new left tackle. Yep. And I also want to make another point that you made, Judd. 
Oh no, we may have lost no, Bob. No, Bob is going to uh, give that, me some that crown royal man. That oh, crown. No. I, I, I've always. Bob's eyes are half. I've like always said, oh. anytime you pour crown royal, it can be a drastic mistake in your evening, and this oh. is why you know, I t- I typically avoid the. Cr- I respect you know, the Dex, crown royal. I'm going to tell you right the now. Crown royal. I feel like Bob ha- has to protect, experience there. to protect to protect Kirk Cousins, to keep him healthy. And to allow the new defense, which has seven new players out of 11 that didn't play last year, that will strengthen the entire team next year. And the new color purple, the analogy is, is that Mike Zimmer has turned the page on, you know, picking all these defensive guys in the first round and allowing his administration and to pick an offensive tackle to generate more scoring in an offensive stress league that, you know, you win by scoring points. Yep. So, yep. hey, hey skull, hey, skull cheers to you, Bob. To cheers. Here you go, Bob. Cheers. Bob, cheers, we Bob. love you, man. I've got an empty bottle of water here. I'm slacking. I'm sorry. Just trying to fend off dehydration today. <laughs> uh, by the way, we actually have, we, we have exclusive. We have. We, it's, I can't believe this came in so quickly. But uh, Brian Baldinger has already done a full breakdown of Christian Derrissaw here. I've got the exclusive audio. Sometimes you just got to qu- try the quick jam. The oh. Quick jam. Bam. Just get on. Get on as quick as you can. Boom. Then get off him. And then get ready to dance. Shuffle. Slide. Shuffle. Slide. Watch this throw here to Cameron Brayton. Yeah, Real. yeah. Quick jam. Shuffle slide. Judd and I are Shuffle vaccinated slide. now, and we're going to have our masks on. We're going to be in the studio tomorrow. We'll do a little quick jam, and I'm just going to be sent back into the next room. I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, I might stay home tomorrow. Don't, yeah. don't, don't count <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Love me some Bob in Pennsylvania. He's one of the long time. Back when, back when Ventline was just an old way, AM radio show, Bob was one of our favorites. Bob man. is – Bob was when, – when he finally joined us on the new uh, – the new version of Ventline, nothing what I expected. I thought Bob would look older. I thought it'd be more like portly. Me. A little more portly. A little more portly. Yeah. He is thin. He is lean. Yeah, I don't know. What... And he doesn't really look old at all to me. Yeah, kind of was he... like... Kind of was what I was expecting. I wasn't that surprised. Really? Wasn't that surprised? A guy like he that. Looks, he looks like an older version of you who's yeah. his coat. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah, and you are. And well, poor Declan. When you're um, that, that age, you ain't going to look good. Hey, uh, by, by the way. By, by the way, boys. the way, the Packers pick is <laughs> in. And what oh. would you say? You've got, you, so you've, oh, got, oh, you've got an oh. angry Aaron Rodgers. He wants <laughs> out. And the Packers need. you got to get him some weapons. got to get him some help. Oh right? God. They did. <laughs> they drafted cornerback Eric Stokes from Georgia. Oh, God. Okay, let me be the first to Eric say Stokes. this. I'm going to pop hilarious. a bottle. <laughs> Last year, when they took love, I said they're dysfunctional, they're a mess. And by the end of the year, I got all the notes from Packer fans, right? 13 and 3. Now, what do you think? NFC Championship game. Now, I again will say this your franchise is a mess. Like this year, how do you take a cornerback? And I know that they probably need one, but what are you? What are you people doing? Watch those lucky bastards have hit on Jordan Love, though. Like if if those guys oh. have fifteen years of another franchise quarterback, do you realize only get one Super Bowl? But it'll still. I don't mean yeah. to to be macabre here, but do you realize if they hit on Love, I will die. I'll probably <laughs> die with them having gone from Favre to Rogers to Love. <laughs> yeah, you will. 
It'll be yeah. 30, and, 35, and far, 40 years far, of franchise And Favre will have been the quarterback starting when I was 22, okay? <laughs> I will go to the grave, or I don't know, or I'll, I'll be you're going to You're going to football hell is where you're going. Yeah. I'll be cremated. <laughs> yeah. with, seriously, with the Packers having had essentially three quarterbacks. Awesome. Um, let's get to our next <laughs> guest awesome. here, Declan. Yeah, let's go with uh, another little guy, Coach Ben. Ben in Florida. What's up, buddy? What's up, Ben? Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, guys, uh, Ben, what's up? Dude? I love the Christian. I love the Darso pick. It's outstanding, but I got a theory. I really do think the Vikings were interested in Justin Fields. And then the news about Aaron Rodgers came out. And then the front office, everybody in the Vikings center is saying, hmm, the team that we're trying to beat for the NFC North is going up in flames next year. Um, let's just say, of course, let's just do what we normally do. Let's not go crazy here because, and yeah. then, they do need a corner, but again, like, I, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm like, I'm not setting foot in Wisconsin ever again. I'm staying yeah, in California. But, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with that organization. But overall, I love the draft pick. Really do, dude. Ben, we really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for jumping on here. And I, let's let's dive into Ben's conspiracy theory here for a second before we it. get to our next guest. I love. Is this. there a chance that, and because you never know, like, you, you want to have op- open options as the draft plays out. That you had it in your mind, okay, if, if one of these quarterbacks falls, we're going to pounce on him. And then all of a sudden, Mark Schlereth comes out and says, hey, Broncos, Aaron Rodgers, it's a done deal. And they're just sort of working through uh, final details. Do you look at your division and say, wow, okay, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time just went to the AFC. We, have, we now have the best quarterback in the division and what could be a top five defense. And we're about to get an offensive lineman if we want in the first round. Let's stay, let us, let's stay the course and see what happens. I don't I, hate that theory. I think there's a possibility that that definitely played a, a role. And here's the thing. So the, the Packers and Rodgers for a year basically put a salve on, on their relationship woes, right? Like it was the marriage. They went to counseling. It didn't look – it looked a little bad, but I mean 13-3, and three, NFC title game. I think now, to Ben's point, this thing's on fire. Like, I, th- it's done. He's not coming back. I think he won't play. I think he would prefer, with how rich he pr- probably is, and the opportunities inside and, more importantly, outside of football, yeah. to just not play. So are the Vikings – look, I mean, again, Phil, this dovetails into what I was talking about. The Vikings are very much, right or wrong, a year-to-year franchise, right? Yep. Like, they don't say – Ah, oh boy, we're embarking on a three-year plan. It's going to be great, but the first two years are going to be tough, right? The, the Vikings say we're going to be good. And when the Packers are going up in flames, which Ben's right, they are, and the Bears are the Bears, and Detroit is Detroit, yeah, I think there's a very good chance that the Vikings said what we believe to be our philosophy right now makes more sense than ever. So, yeah, I, I like his theory. And, and, look, I also think this. I think this is going to change the thinking a little bit of the entire thing, because if you're convinced Rodgers is not coming back and he might get traded to Denver, I don't know. But if you're convinced he is never going to play for the Packers ever again and you're the Vikings, I think you need to perceive 2021 a little bit differently than you did when you woke up this morning. Is there a chance? So the the Broncos, the Broncos took what uh, they took Sertan at nine. They took a cornerback, I feel like. Yep. Or whole, right and they have Sertan at nine. I got it right here. Uh, they took Sertan, and then Horn had gone eight to Carolina. Could a Packers Broncos trade involve no picks in this year's 
draft? Like, is it possible that that trade would happen designated June 1st and it would involve next year's first-round pick and more from the Broncos? That both teams just took who they're going to take for this year and go forward that way? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, he way, might, he, Phil, he, he might just not show up. Like they, they might say, we can't trade you. We don't, you know, we're, we're not going to get the value back for you. You're our guy. Um, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a hubris there with the franchise yeah. that could be, be like, we're the Packers. We're not trading you. And he is, he's recalcitrant enough guy that he might say, okay, then I'm done. If, uh, if, if this holds, if if Aaron Rodgers indeed gets traded to the Broncos, the Vikings are clear-cut the favorites to win this division. It is theirs uh, for the taking, just pending injuries and whatnot. Um, I'm just looking to see if the first round is over here. It looks like the Chiefs are on the clock at 31, so we're almost, we're almost done with the first round. By the way, thank you so much to everyone who's hanging out with us late at night here. And uh, and who has we we're almost a fourteen thousand subscribers on the Purple Daily YouTube channel yeah. tonight. So if you're watching and you're and you're maybe you're consuming us for the first time, if you could click that subscribe button on the on the Purple Daily YouTube channel, then we will in turn give you daily Vikings entertainment, daily shows, three hundred sixty five days a year in your YouTube feed. You can also find us in podcast form on Apple, Spotify, and ScoreNorth.com. We have a second YouTube channel. It's just Score North MN, and uh, there's more Vikings discussions. There's all kinds of stuff, too, involving other of your favorite Minnesota sports teams, where you can find Mackie and Judd. That's our other daily show. So thanks to all the people who have discovered us for the first time tonight. Dex? All right. Let's, uh, should we go to our next guy here? Let's go to Ryan. Ryan, what's up, buddy? Hey. You're on Vikings Event Line. How we doing, yeah. brother? We're doing great. Man, I'm, I'm excited after seeing Darisaw. We got a pup there, too? Yeah, yeah. Trust dog. This the dog is important. Uh, there, where, see, Allie. There you go. Oh, Allie? Oh, Allie, who's a good girl? Oh, Such Allie. a good pupper. Oh, such a good dog. Oh, such a good, good pupper. Outside? Treat? <laughs> <laughs> you would probably go. <laughs> you're like, yeah. Oh, man. So you're in on Derisa. You're oh. in on Derisa. Yeah. I mean, I was hoping for you know them to jump up. Actually, I was hoping that they were going to jump up. Uh, to take to finally convince Atlanta to give us four, but that didn't happen. That's all right. But to get that offensive tackle to block for for Kirk, you know, I think is huge because I mean, it we we know that he's going to be here probably for the next two years, and uh, you know, for better or for worse, we we're, we're stuck with him. Yeah, know? if that's the thing, like you know, we can sit here and debate all day long how good is he and. Mm-hmm whether he's worth the money and, and whatnot. And we all have our own takes on that. But if you're going to commit to him, commit to him. You exactly. know that he's a pocket passer. You know that he's really good when he has a clean pocket. So quit sticking him with one of the worst pass-blocking offensive lines. In the NFL. As Judd has said all along, let's see what he's got in, in better conditions. And, and tonight was a step in that direction, Ryan. Yep, exactly. And then, and then you know, we have the opportunity to move up to the second with that with what we got, got from trading up to 14, you know, or trading back from 14. So, you know, we, we can get like a Kellen Mond, you know, to, yeah, to yes. take overtake Cousins when he leaves, when we're like, yeah, okay, you didn't want to sign and keep staying with us. We, we're going to go with a Kellen Mond now. And then, yep. you know, I was even saying, uh, you know, later on, there's there's some still good wide receivers on the board too. So 
the the dream of three deep is still there. You know, yep. there's some. I mean, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to beat out Declan's guy Chad Beebe to make the, the roster. Yeah, right? we got BC Johnson, time. Chad Beebe. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> For sure, but Trevin Grimes. I mean, like that, that guy from uh, I think was it Florida. Yeah, there. Yeah, there's there's also um, this is probably more of like a fifth or sixth round. Uh, but the Auburn kid who ran like a four two two, wouldn't it be kind of fun to just stick him out there as the third wide receiver and just run as fast as you can, just one on one coverage. Then just leave Jefferson and Thielen underneath. Oh my gosh, it'd be so awesome to oh, watch. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, dude. Hey, <laughs> thanks for yeah. coming on the show, man. Yeah. And uh, and yep. hopefully we'll see you again sometime once we fire yep. Ventline up to it. Every Sunday night, Declan hosts. A chill uh, version of Ventline too. Yep, so yep. Declan and I had hung out before. Awesome, man. All right, Ryan. See you, Ryan. All right, let's keep so, going here. Go so ahead, quick, quickly, he brings up a really good point too, which is, and this is the thing that to me is important. If Darisaw is the guy, okay, you just drafted a left tackle who you're going to have con- contractual control of for five years. And it's going to be control where he is for his position, if he's as good as he's expected to be, dirt cheap. So that's not going to be a cap problem. And you're not going to be saying, can you go out and sign the next Riley Reef Or, oh, my God, can you make a trade and then sign Orlando Brown Jr. long term? You have now potentially for five years, if not more, but for five years, you have signed a guy at an absolutely crucial position that you can control his contract and it's not going to kill you cap wise, mm-hmm. which is why I go back to certain positions, quarterback, left tackle, cornerbacks. Like the question is to me, who gets paid and what positions are the most important? And if you got this right tonight, you just took a, you just drafted a player who plays on offense, one of the more important positions and you're going to have control and it's not going to be a salary cap concern. That's a pretty nice thing to have. Yep. Yep. Amen. Um, couldn't have said it better. Let's see who's next here on Vikings, Vikings Vent Line. And what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Mark yeah, in Louisville, man. What's going on with you? I, you know, watching the rest of this draft. Uh, pretty excited that we got Christian Derrissaw, though. I mean, I was kind of, you know, I was when we traded back, I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, Elijah Bird, Tucker there. I was like, <laughs> I was like, here we go. It, it, this has starts. But uh, like I said, I, I had my eyes on Derisaw for a while. Um, hopefully, I'm hoping Rick, you know, use some of those third round picks and moves up to the second round and get another guard or get maybe multiple second round picks and get a guard and a receiver. So, mm-hmm. you know, looking at Kirk, I'm just like, all right, man, we building around you. We're gonna get you some help. Get it done. Yep, That's what I'm looking for. Yep, I just pulled up just because I'm a I'm a nerd. I just pulled up the PFF list of guards that are still available. Like this Kendrick Green from Illinois um, is 68th on their board. Why I don't think Wyatt Davis went. He's more of a second round, third round grade. So there's some there's Trey Smith from Tennessee. There's some guards to be had in the second and third round tomorrow, and I think that needs to be one of your first two picks out of the gate. Get someone that can compete for a starting job, and it might be a little unsettling for Kirk Cousins to have potentially two rookies starting on the left side of the offensive line. But, I mean, it can't be that much worse than what we saw with Dakota Dozier last year, who is one of the three worst offensive linemen in in, um, in the NFL. So, yeah, man. Mark, what, so, so, Mark, what about drafting a quarterback? Are you down for uh, for any of these Kyle Trask, Kellen Mond guys? Um, Quarterback-wise, I watched a lot of 
uh, Kellen Mond last year and Cal Trask. Um, I'm good with either, really. I mean, Kellen Mond, he, he – hey, that man can play. That man can play. Trask uh, is a pocket guy or a big arm, right? right. Yeah. He, yeah, he's a pocket guy. Uh, I feel like he can make plays with his feet as well, just in, you know, if push comes to shove. So – I'm excited. I'm just I'm just ready to see this this organization get out of the gutter, man. So. Well, Mark, do we appreciate you coming on the show and yes, expressing your thoughts? And we'll see you again sometime. Good stuff from Mark in Louisville. Should we keep Mark has here? an interesting point here? Quickly, wide receiver. Okay, the Vikings would have to fundamentally shift their beliefs about how offenses are run to truly go with a successful three deep. But doesn't it seem like it would be worth it? Like to introduce, yeah. and, and that would be a little bit less tight end, I think. And I like Irv Smith a lot. So this is not saying that he shouldn't be important. And Conklin was good too. Um, but boy, would I be curious if Clint Kubiak took what his dad did and tweaked it a little bit and drew a little bit more of an important role and therefore more snaps for a wide receiver three that could that could you could use with Thielen and Jefferson. I think that would be a good idea. I don't know they do it, but I think it would be a good idea. That that that's why I was just intrigued with the Bateman pick. And then look at sure. twenty three. I get I, I I get it. That is that's a bit of a reach and, and good on Baltimore. That was a team we I think everyone circled. It wasn't just us three. Everyone circled that Baltimore being one of those teams I could get Rashad Bateman. But that that's why it's intriguing. Is you can go three deep possibly here and still find interior guys later in the draft. I'll I'll give Paulford School credit. I mean, they they found their biggest hole on their starter side right now. Like the left tackle right now, it's filled in Rashawn Slater theoretically, right? Like it is filled, and now it's about finding interior guys that you can compete in training camp and make things easier on on those guys going forward. So yeah, the three deep thing's exciting. It's always exciting, but you need Kirk uh, to go all in here, and and that's what their plan is. They're planning to go all in on Kirk and this 2021 team. If it's 10-7, and seven, it's 10-7. and seven. Hopefully it's something better than that, but I think uh, that's probably their goal here. <laughs> all right, who's next up, Dex? Let's go to uh, Josh. Josh, you're on Vikings Ventline, dude. What's going on? What's up, guys? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, so uh, I just want to start off by saying I love the Darisaw pick. Like, I would have been great uh, taking him at 14. I think trading back... Getting, what did we get, 66 and 83 uh, third-round picks? Yep, like, uh, 80, 66 and 86, I believe. Yep. Yes, that's correct. Okay. I mean, that's I think that's great value. Just trading back, we won the trade. Uh, we got a starting left tackle. And then I think we can still trade up in the second round because we still have a lot of good edge rushers on the board. We got mm-hmm. Ronnie Perkins, Jason Owet. Carlos Basham, and we got nose tackles and Levi and Luzariki and uh, Nixon from Iowa. I mean, like Zimmer should be stoked with this edge class still on the board. Yeah. I'll give you another guy, the guy that uh, smarter people than me have thrown out as a possible edge rushing candidate, including Tyler Fornis from Climbing the Pocket, Cameron Sample, who's 88th on PA. He's, he's an edge rusher from Tulane. Um, and was actually graded as, I believe, the eighth out of 526 edge rushers in the country last year. And he's just a beast, but he didn't play against amazing competition, so he's sort of uh, further down draft boards. I would say watch out for that guy for sure. Oh, for sure. And even with uh, our D-line coach, Patterson, 
like he can develop anyone. He's uh he can develop any D lineman to be just fantastic. So yep, I say yep. away, we trade up to get him. Like he's a boomer bust prospect, but if he booms, he's gonna be insane. So I think it's great value for him. Right on, Josh. Hey, thanks for bringing the insight, man. We appreciate it. Appreciate Thank you. Thanks, Josh. All right, Josh, jumping in here on Vikings vent line and okay um i don't know what's about to happen here boys but do you got do you got hmm. do you got something here is this randy in cottage grove wait what uh, randy randy in cottage grove you are on vikings vent line how, how do you how do you get this invite man this is randy okay randy randy have you been have you been enjoying you been some adult beverages oh, no. today? I did a good job on the mock. Huh? Well, no. you had you had Tevin Jenkins going to the Vikings, so you got the position right, and you said they were going to trade, so you got that right. Uh, Randy, with, with my camera, uh, something something might be wrong with my camera. Uh, are you sure something's not shoulder. just maybe wrong with uh, your blood alcohol yeah, level? Yeah, I'm about to say. Randy, when did you start drinking? And more yes, importantly, sir. how many drinks have you had? Randy? Randy, Randy. you there? Brother? Randy. Get, stay stay <laughs> up the Christian. Swipe up on the on the Randy Christian is, mingle on the match here. I I, I want some draft Randy. takes here, man. Uh, Randy's yeah. Jeff. It's Jeff. Uh, it is Randy. Is Randy? Oh, Randy, is that a is that a silver bullet there you're rocking, yeah. buddy? A silver I, bullet. I, I, we, 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 at my party, we ran out of bush light, which was in the kegerator, and now we're doing a case of this fight. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Oh, 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 God, oh, Randy. No, oh, no. Oh, no, oh, dude. Oh, no. that was a perfectly good course. Oh, hey, brother. Hey. Randy, give it CPR. But, Make sure the cores is but, okay. But, well, no, it's a good night. We, I said, I said we're gonna go ahead and uh, trade back. And what happened? Old Randy got it right again. So, what do you think about you? You, you do a bunch of film study, presumably. Uh, you know, I know you had Tevin Jenkins going to the Vikings, but what are your thoughts well, on Christian Garrison? I, yeah, I didn't think uh, Christian Garrison would make it to the middle of the second round, and he did. So that's a good pick. And oh, Randy. when uh, you know uh, Jenkins is a stud, and he'll go soon. He, he might go real soon. Who knows? But uh, you know, we got a steal of the draft at twenty-three. Are you kidding me? With Christian who, Garrison, who, who, he he's oh, a stud. Okay. Yeah. Christian Garrison is a franchise changer, don't you think, Randy? Not to be confused uh, with Garrison you know, Here's yeah. the thing. Here's like Wobegun? If we took uh, Garrison at, at 14, you wouldn't be bitching, right? <laughs> you know, you <laughs> might be. Jimmy Judd just... would be, but. <laughs> I'm not, Randy, I'm not bitching at all. Jeff's happy, yeah. Randy. Okay, okay. So we got him at 23. So we literally got Gear, uh, Garrison and, and some extra ammo. And Rick, you know he's gonna move around tomorrow. He's a he's a trade guy. He likes to do it. He likes to swing them, swing those deals. So yeah, I love. I you know I couldn't be happy. And the people want to talk about the Bears going moving up. The, the Bears are fine. They don't. Oh. They suck. They suck. Then uh, what's his face? Justin uh, Field. He 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 hasn't proven anything. <laughs> 
So I, I still don't like Kirk. I hope we get the future, the face of the future franchise tomorrow. And uh, are you in the woods? And, 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 yeah, where are I'm you, outside, Randy? Like, are you I'm stalking? Outside. Like, do do we need to call I, somebody? You go about the date. I'm outside my my buddy's garage. We have oh, okay. a, we had a party in the kegerator blue, so we had to run and get some cores. <clears throat> and now we're good. Ho- and hopefully, you Ubered. I'm, yeah, we're all, out we're all vaccinated. We're good. Well, I'm glad with that. Well, you, did did they all eat the vaccination cards too, or, or was that just a you move? It's a ceremonial thing, is what I. Oh, told. ceremonial. Got it. Yes, the of course. Guys of course. On the, on the radio the other day, but the, uh, the, the this look, we're gonna nail a pick tomorrow. My and by the way, I want partial credit for getting the trade back correct because I said we would trade back for an old line. I was right. Just it was a little wrong on who would drop. Full credit. But, we will. We will. We will mail full credit to your to your house. I'm not so sure, sure we I, shouldn't stick with this shot just so we can alert the authorities when we realize he's yeah, stalking man. somebody. I get it. Probably take a whiz pretty soon. So okay. Actually, okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Right. Randy. Thanks, Randy. Right. Goodbye. Thanks, Randy. You know what? I'm putting my I'm putting my cash on Randy eventually being a segment on Dateline with Keith Morrison. Oh my God! Oh, Randy had yeah. other ideas other than drafting. Yes, the Vikings traded down six feet down. <laughs> I'm Keith Morrison, Dateline MBC. The pick would be very God. unfortunate. Yeah, well, glad Randy. Funny. Randy figuring out uh, technology, I, kind I of. I don't there. remember. Can't return the wrong way, but yeah. I don't remember the trade back call. I didn't know he said that though. I, I knew he said, had the oh, he said Jenkins. Yeah, I didn't sure. know. Oh no, I, he told Phil. God. No, Phil cut him off, and then he said I was going to trade back because okay. he didn't want to take Jenkins at fourteen. No, he was right about that. Good for him. He was Uh, also slightly more sober than he is right now. Slightly, just slightly. All right, who's next on? How do you follow that? Uh, follow Travis, what's up, brother? You're on Vikings (laughs) Ventline. What's going on? Follow what Randy just did. Actually, you can't. We don't want you to slam about nineteen cores lights. No, Travis, we don't want you to. Well, uh, listen, I was mad at first, and then like I was listening to you guys most of the night. And, like, two people out of that were basically upset. I was upset when I saw the Bears end up, you know, trading. Then, listen, Phil, I get your point. You don't know about how, you know, Justin Fields is going to, you know, do. Obviously, I don't either. But I want to know who their quarterback is going to be next year. I don't want it to be Kirk Cousins. And the thing is, is that I don't want even Mike Zimmer or Rick Spielman to be a part of the organization anymore because I'm, I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm done with Rick Spielman trading back rather than trading up. I get he has he's done it every so often, but he does he trades back more than he trades up. Oh, yeah. So Tra- then, Travis, so what what is your? I feel like there's Vikings fans are very split here, and that if you're out on Kirk Cousins, then like the whole no, ethos no, of no, what they're no, doing I makes this, sense. I say this only because of the cap hit next. For sure, that's it. Totally that's agree. the reason. That's the only reason. I, I he's played well. He's played fine. He's played well enough. That's because that's. That's the, that's who he is. He's an average quarterback, and no, he's not had a good offensive line since he's been here. Dakota Dozier, Grant Bradbury, and, and yeah, I like the Darisaw pick. But do you trust Rick Dennison to make him better? Even though he yeah, a lot, has allowed no sacks, so he's the first left I don't, that we've taken. The, he's Brian McKinney and all that. I don't trust Rick Dennison. The problem, he couldn't, the he, problem, he, he couldn't even get he couldn't even get Dakota Dozier to play well. Yeah, but the problem is this. Done. The problem you know, is the like, problem is not the coaching. The problem is the philosophy of how they're going to run their offense, the, the which is to feature 
Dalvin Cook, and they that. and they purposely draft guys that can run block. And I get that, but I'm I'm done with it. Okay, I'm done with it. I want, I want I want like I, I just want a left tackle that can block. I don't want a Matt Khalil. I want a guy that can block. I want to I want to see a quarterback stand in the pocket for four or five seconds rather than have the run around knowing the quarterback that we have can't do that. Yeah, and you and you might get that with Christian Derrissaw now. If he, and, I hope, if he and I'm hoping out. for that. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. It's just a matter of the fact, though, that I'm very – I wasn't – like, it was just a blah pick. And obviously taking a tackle or a guard is going to be a blah pick. Taking a defensive tackle is going to be a blah pick. You want the quarterback, you want the receiver, you want a running back. You want something that's going to excite you. I just don't – in the trade to get three – now he's got three third-round picks – now he's got it. Now, yeah, he's going to move back in the second. Actually, round. I think he's up to. I think he's, he's up to four third four, round picks. Four third round picks and three fourth three round picks. It's four third round picks. They've got four now. I was wrong. I thought it was just three. So obviously, he's going to move back in the second round. What is he going to move back in the second round for? I'm hoping for a quarterback. I'm hoping, and the reason why again is because I I don't want Sean Mannion. I don't want any of the other guys that he ended up <laughs> drafting in the seventh round, but Nate Stanley and then Jake Browning. I don't want those. I want someone that I can be intrigued in if something were to happen to Kirk Cousins, even though he's been able to play the game. But like you guys said earlier, he's going to get injured at some point. Uh-huh. It's it's going to happen at some point because our, I don't understand how he hasn't got injured yet with how bad our <laughs> offensive line has been. That's how uh-huh. great he's been. But it's just so frustrating that, oh, hey, what? Now, going into eight years into the Mike Zimmer era and the offensive line was still terrible, and I gave him a pass for two years, and it's still been terrible. Same thing goes to Rick Spielman. How do you have a general manager that's drafted two quarterbacks and still be with the team? I get the fact that they're good. I'm sorry. They're good enough to be okay. They're good enough to be average. And then you got to hope for a win in the playoffs. You gotta hope for him. You gotta hope for a Case Keenum to throw a mini Atlas Miracle play. You, you gotta hope for a kick to go in. You can't I just want. You can't go in thinking that we're gonna win by ten points in a playoff game. You got because something is just gonna happen. Because Judd, like you, I'm pissed. I'm sorry. I'm pissed. <laughs> I, I'm so sick and tired of being average. I'm sick of it. Travis. I'm sick of being content. And I, I'm just. I'm. I'm. I know it's already been called before, but Mike Zimmer, Rick Spielman, Kirk Cousins are gone. They're gone next year. I got. I even if they go to the playoffs, and they end up losing. Gone. They want a playoff game. Don't go to the NFC Championship. Game, gone. All right. Gone. Hey, I'm Travis. Travis, this is an amazing I'm sorry, rant. Guys, I'm ranting. I oh, just, like, we appreciate, it, dude. Thank you, dude. That's what the show is all about. You win the award for uh, most passion tonight. You no, know he's, he's he's just done, and that's Holy fair. Holy cow. But he wants complete change. Listen, yeah. I think here, you know. Again, I I hear everything he's saying. That the whole the whole thing seems flawed in terms of we're going to run the ball and play defense and win a Super Bowl, and it's like that is so hard to do and win the necessary games to to play home playoff games, and we'll see, we'll see. But they're also sort of shaping up. If Christian Darrisaw pans out, they're shaping up to have a damn good offense again. And their defense is going to take a step forward. So even though I've been skeptical, and I'm skeptical of Kirk in big spots, we'll let, we'll let this thing play out. This is a good good night for the Minnesota Vikings tonight. Let's get to our next guest yeah. here, Declan. Let's go with uh, my main man, Evan, here, who was on Vikings Bentley with me last Sunday. Evan, what's up, man? How are you? What's up, Evan? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing, man? Good. Good, man. It's been a fun night. Oh, sure. I like the jersey. Um, that's Spud Webb? Oh, yeah, that's he's Spud. A, I'm a... 
in I'm Georgia, from right? Atlanta. Yeah, I'm from Atlanta, so I'm, I a, love I'm that. a Hawks fan. I got a spot Classic up Hawks. there. I got a LeBron. I'm kind of nice. redoing my man cave. I'm gonna get my Peterson and my Thielen jersey up there. I promise. Love the it. Spud, the Spud's great though. That that's a great look. Love that Hawks jersey. Appreciate that. Um, so my take on the first round, um, I liked it. Uh, Darisol was somebody we probably would have gotten with our 14th pick anyway. Um, when we traded out of it, most of the mock trades that we've seen, whenever we trade back and get into the 20s, we always took edge. And when we did that, when we traded back to 23, I let out an expletive that probably woke my girlfriend up. But, <laughs> but um, I was – I was scared we were going to go edge. And I don't think it's as big of a need as other people think because I'm actually pretty big on DJ Wanham. I think um, I believe in Coach Pat way more than I believe in Rick Dennison. I think Pat can uh, develop a a mediocre lineman to be uh, way better on defense than uh, Dennison could ever do on offense. So I think it's better to, you know, get more talent on offense. Yeah. On the offensive line. Um, And I think – uh, DJ Wanham is actually has potential to be a, a quality starter. So I never thought Edge was a was a as much of a pressing need as O line was. But I was glad we were able to trade back, um, still get somebody we were going to get with the 14th pick. And um, now in the second round, I would love to get a guard, maybe uh, Kendrick Green. Um, I know Mackie, you you mentioned him. I like Wyatt Davis, uh, Creed Humphrey. He's another good guy. And um. I would like Kellen Mond, but I think that's the only one. I'm not a big trash guy. Um, to me, he's he's kind of what you don't get out of Kirk Cousins. So you're, you're kind of stepping into the same shoes there. And uh, Davis Mills, I don't know too much about Davis Mills. I'd be honest. I can't give an honest opinion about him. He didn't him. play a lot either. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So that, that's, that's kind of my, my take on the first two rounds. Love it, man. Yeah, I Appreciate think you, yeah, there's a lot to be positive about here. Evan, thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll get you on Ventline again sometime soon once you, once you finish that man cave. Get some purple on those walls. Those old school Hawks <laughs> jerseys are great. Oh, they're great, man. They're um, great. We are, man, we are, we're 30 subscribers away from 14,000 on our Purple Daily YouTube page i feel so like thank you thank you to everyone and by the way if you haven't please click the subscribe button so we can give you daily vikings entertainment on there and uh, you can subscribe to our podcast feeds to purple daily apple spotify scorenorth.com shout out to vikings fans because i feel like this morning we were like two to three hundred away from fourteen thousand. We so like so we, we legitimately were. got maybe our biggest subscriber day so thank you thank you thank you that's yeah. awesome that you guys are hanging out with us appreciate Big you guys time. yeah we're kind of the i don't know man we're trying we're, we're, we're trying a lot of new things here we are old radio dogs doing uh new digital tricks here and uh we're, we're having fun on purple daily and mackie and judd every single day and um yeah you can spread the word about the show by telling friends hey these knuckleheads are talking vikings and bringing fans into their show on a regular basis so be part of the community we got a couple more left here for sure on Vikings yep. Vent Line as we react to the first round. Let's go to uh, Jason. Jason, you're on Vikings Vent Line, man. What's going on? What's up, Jason? Hey, guys. First of all, I got to show you my golf simulator in the background. Oh, no oh, way. Dude. Oh, let's hit it. <laughs> me and Phil are all about this. What do you got? Oh, my say, God. You want some lessons? You just let me know. I'm not too far away in South Dakota. Okay. Here for it, for yeah. sure. First of all, love, love the first round. Trade back, get two third rounds for the tackle. Great. I want to talk second round a little bit. Three receivers, 2-2 two, two Atwell. Perfect third receiver to complement the other two. I I do question having a rookie left tackle and a rookie left guard. Scares Agreed. me a little bit. 
Any other guys you have out there for tomorrow that you love? Okay, is there a, is there real quick? Is there a chance that they would move Ezra Cleveland to left guard, Judd? Just because he has a year of experience under his belt, and and then you would avoid two rookies on the left side. They certainly could because he he played left tackle in college, so he was trained on the left side of the line. So it would be plausible to move him to left guard and then fill in at right guard. Um, but the thing about the guard was, and I mean, this is what scares you, and. This is where it also shouldn't be that tough to find a competent one. I can't explain enough how bad Dakota Dozier was. For sure. Like he like he he has left an indelible mark in our brains about and I'm sure he's a nice guy, so th- this is not a personal attack, but about the incompetence that was brought at left guard because I mean, the amazing thing was this. Riley Reef had a good year. Like he played well. Dakota Dozier was in so far over his head it was it was tj clemmings like so i'm not that concerned about um having on the left side side by side rookies you just want a guard that knows what he's doing and if dakota dozier's like on your roster and he's an emergency backup that's one thing but you started him for all 16 games yeah think about that for one second and and i mean the vikings fan base is a fan base that embraced and rightfully so Joe Berger, who wasn't any great shakes, but you know what he was? Competent. Like, that's all you're looking for. And I don't care if it's a veteran. I don't care if it's a youngster. You're looking for competency. And and unfortunately, we right now are just scarred by the fact that we didn't see that at left guard last season. I saw uh, one of the comments just popping through on YouTube here asking, could they could they move up? Because I don't Dylan Radden's from NDSU, who's he's a tackle, but could project as a guard. Um, you'd probably have to move up pretty high into the second round to get him, but maybe not. But you got the ammo to do it. Could you go get a, a, a blue chip talent like him and move him to, to guard? That's something to watch. And then I would say another guy to watch, and I, I've had him um, in a few of my own nerdy mock draft simulations, guard Kendrick Green from Illinois as an option. But I don't know. Like Starting starting another rookie on the left side is a little dicey, so some, something to consider for sure, Jason. All right. I, that, that was my only concern, is having two rookies on the left side. Yep. But I Jason, do dude, the idea of maybe moving uh, what's the name over to left guard. Yep. Yeah, Ezra yeah. Cleveland, you know, one year under his belt. Um, uh, we always love a golf simulator, and we appreciate the uh, the Vikings take thing. from South Dakota. Yeah, Jamie Newman, backup quarterback. Okay, okay, Georgia kid, right? Yep, yep. I like right. it. Seen him pop up here and there. Jason, thanks for coming on. Thanks. Let's, get, let's get to Dylan here. He's been hanging out in the green room for quite some time. Dylan, hey guys, how's it going? Good man, and from Superior, right? Yes, sir. All right, dude. What's I'm going a Twin on? Cities, uh, Twin Cities transplant up here in the Northland. I, I don't know Love why it. I like it better up here. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think Evan hit it on the head. I don't know why nobody's giving DJ Wanham any love. I mean, he's been absolutely freaking out this offseason trying to get better. Um, I think he's plugging it right end. Daniil comes back off the neck on left end. I, I, truthfully, I don't, I don't want to see a defensive end picked in the first three rounds by the Vikes. I don't. I want. <laughs> I, I want five offensive linemen, if possible. I want, I want, I, when training camp comes, I want it to be the best five players out there protecting Kirk, opening lanes for Delvin. Weapon wise, there's a kid out of Auburn, Schwartz, I think yep. is his last name. He could be gotten like 40. The, yep. Exactly. He could be gotten like the fifth round. We've got two fifths, we've got fourths. I'd love to see 
if they don't go the five offensive man, uh, lineman route, I'd like to see him take at least three of the thirds, get up into the second twice. Um, you got Wyatt Davis out of, uh, out of Ohio State who can play right, uh, right guard if his knee's okay. Um, there, there's just too many options not to rebuild the offensive line. And, and to everybody else's point about uh, two rookies on the left side, I, I mean, you painted yourself into that position by not addressing it with free agents, with trades, with, with everything else. I mean, it's, you're, you, it's kind of the bed you've made. Now you got to go lay in it, you know? Yep. No, it's all. I, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate that they keep putting themselves in this position, but maybe Christian Derrissaw is a step in in solving it. And by the way, by just shoring up some of the, you know, we we rag on Garrett Bradbury, but having the worst left guard in the NFL doesn't help him too. So and and having a subpar right guard for most of the season doesn't help him either. He's stuck yeah. on an island against you know. 350 uh, pound dudes who are just looking to throw him around. So I mean. Yep. You know, with no guards at all. I mean, Cleveland did okay, but I mean, first year, new position, wrong side of the line. I mean, what what did you expect out of the kid, right? So, yep. um, yeah, no, and and I mean, as far as the quarterback takes that we've been talking about, um, Kellen Mond is the only option that would be okay with me. Trask is an absolute statue, and Davis Mills is he's just he's too unknown. I think he's got what like fourteen starts for Stanford. I think that's if it. That, so like, yeah, it's not yeah, that yeah. No, and I mean, it's so fun to to, to think about this, but also at the same time, you've got to take a combination of Judd's point of view about um, what I think they'll do versus what they're actually probably going to do. And then also Mackie's point, quality over quantity. I'm tired. I'm I'm like the last guy. I'm tired of trade downs. Let's go get good, lots of good players, and let's fill this thing up and let's make a run. And trade up now, too. Second round trade up. Yes, yes. Like that's what yes. I. That's what I want. If if you go, if you do what they did tonight in the first round, that's actually okay. But yeah. I think I think where it gets obnoxious, and I think where fans rebel, rightfully so, is tomorrow or Saturday. If you start to see, we'll give you a two fourth. You know, we'll we'll trade trade you this for your seventh round picks. And I think that's where no. fans get sick and tired. And yes. I agree there. So so what I would really like to see starting tomorrow, take some of that third round, those four third round picks, trade yes. a couple of those, get into the second round. And that's where there's some really good quality that still can be found there. Well, and one thing that, that hasn't really been mentioned yet is that of the three third round picks that they have, yep. I, or, I'm sorry, of the four that they have, three of them are in the top half of the third round. Exactly. So, I mean, it, one of those on a fourth round, like, you know, what is it? Like they have the second pick in the third round, which is what, 66, right? So they could take that in a fourth, go up to anywhere in the second, do whatever you want there. Another third, maybe a fifth to trade into the last half of the second, maybe the last pick of the second, you know, talk to Tampa Bay about giving it up. Um, but, uh, again, it's it's – the bed has been made where we have to talk about starting rookies – where we need plug and play guys. It's, it's just, it, it's gotten to an ugly point where, you know, God loves Zimmer. I mean, he has an every other year of just epic awesomeness. And then it's every other year is a, a turd bowl of 500, you know, I mean, God, God bless him. I mean, he's, he's great on the defensive side, but somebody has got to think about the trenches. I mean, Anthony Herrera was the last guard we had for multiple seasons that was average or better. 
Yep. Like true. F- Fusco had a flash in the pan year. Charlie Johnson got moved in from left tackle. Uh, Willie Beavers, to your guys' credit, TJ Clemmings, God help Eastern. us with that one. Nick, well, Nick Easton, I think Easton, Nick Easton was okay, but if that friggin' foot injury or knee injury that dang near killed him at the end of the season hadn't happened, I mean, I don't think we'd be in as bad a shape at, at guard as we have been. But again, we're talking about flash in the pan of average. We're not talking right. about, exactly. we're not talking about the old Hutchinson's and we're not talking about the Orlando Browns and um, uh, the Kalechi Osemeles who, who signed big free agent deals. We're not talking about those guys. We're talking about freaking Dakota Dozier. <laughs> and, and it just, it sucks. So I, I want good offensive linemen. We have weapons. I mean, no one denies Aside from our third wide receiver, which should tech, you know, which should really be Irv, uh, and then Bronklin coming off as the inline tight end, which he's not. I mean, he's a move guy, but um, I mean, it should be the third. The third receivers, I guess, our weakest point on the offensive line that or on the offense that isn't a line position. Um, so if we shore up the line, there's no reason we're not what top eight in offense, and then. You know, to a couple of shows ago, you alluded to a point about a, a, an elite offense and a good, not great defense will get you there. Well, let's go with that. Let's try that. We tried elite defense and it got us close. Let's try it the other way now. Yep. Great stuff. Dylan from yeah. Superior closing it out here. Thank on you guys. Uh, hey, I got a puppy here for you, too, if you guys want to see her. Sure. Yeah, we love yeah let's see. Yeah, her. Show yeah. us. Show got us. Her. That's Echo right there. That's oh, my Echo. My goober. Yeah. She's Echo. a big silly goofball. Echo. Echo's like, Dad, Echo. shut up. I want to go to bed. We're talking about sleeping. the Vikings I, interior oh, yeah. offensive line. <laughs> He's like this, this, she's like, this Spielman stuff, I don't care about that. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Derisaw's an excellent pick. I, I'm stoked about Derisaw, but it, we just more, more, more. More quantity of quality guys. That's what we need. Yep. Dylan, we'll do it again sometime right. soon. We'll get you yes, on. Yes, sir. All right. All right, that's Dylan from Superior putting a wrap on Vikings vent line. And um, yeah, do, by the way, Doogie just, we're texting with Doogie here. And he, th- he feels like the biggest story of the night is that they wanted Justin Fields, that they, that they are fans of fields. They were in discussions, kicking the tires to move up, but the lions, you know, the lions wanted a lot at seven. And could so you have, could you have gone to what, the, what was it? The Dallas pick. Could you have gotten that? Could have. I mean, the bear the the Bears went up and got it at eleven with the Giants. I think they had an interest in Fields and Lance, and I'd be curious to know how close they they thought those two were. And if Lance had been the one to fall, and Fields had gone to uh, San Francisco at three, I wonder if they would have been more aggressive in trying to get up to get him. Yeah, it's a it's a it's an interesting thought to see what would have happened if they would have gone with Fields. So. Well, listen, boys, we've been we've been at this for about five hours tonight, and it's been a blast. Just such a fun day. Speculation. And then tomorrow, we're going to be live again. Uh, we'll, we'll probably jump in sometime during the second round and, and carry you through because the Vikings could trade up at any point. Yeah. And we'll react, and we'll probably turn it into event line again tomorrow night. But uh, Thanks Dexter, for watching, everybody. Declan, uh, uh, hey, professional producer, your microphone's off right now again. When uh, Stone Cold clicks that glass open again, I'll uh, we'll be ready to jump in tomorrow. Is what I'm trying to do. Love it, love it. All right, boys, that's Thanks, a wrap everybody. for this live Vikings draft night special. Thanks to everyone who mashed that subscribe button 
on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. And don't forget, you can check us out anywhere you find podcasts as well. ScoreNorth.com and the ScoreNorth app for everything we do at ScoreNorth. Purple Daily, Mackie and Judd, The Scoop with Doogie, Royce Unchained, and other stuff. Uh, Check it out. We are your home for daily Vikings entertainment, and we'll see you guys tomorrow on Purple Daily. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.